You have come to the right place. Hope you love America. Hope you're tired of the same thing all day, every day. Bringing you a different point of view. Bringing you the right point of view. From an everyday American. Recorded all over. No agenda, just America. Hello, welcome to a new episode of Eric's America. I am still uh, surviving, I guess. Uh, Now I have made it to Colorado, which, you know, um, (laughs) is what it is. Uh, It was ridiculously hot because I'm in the southern part of it. But um, apparently today, fall decided to show up and it's like 60 some degrees. So it's different. It's really different. Um, Part of what I'm going to talk about today is actually something uh, that I saw while just chilling out and watching TV uh, in Colorado, which now I want to go and find out how many other places are doing this. So that's something I'm going to talk about that. Going to talk about the... uh, is it 1920 or 2020? It's really hard to tell anymore. And uh, we'll find out why it's really hard to tell. Because history, unfortunately, has a bad way of repeating itself unless people actually learn from history. Now, there's many reasons we haven't. Good bit of us have. It's it's a weird kind of thing, but nobody seems to be making these ties, so which is kind of scary. Um, we have the nomination of a new Supreme court justice. We'll see uh, how the battle goes with that. Um, They don't really have to battle. So, you know, (laughs) I don't know why they would. Uh, I don't see any reason to battle over it. Um, She's already been through hearings. Just keep it rolling. Um, So yeah, a lot to get into today. Um, And hopefully Hopefully everyone will uh, keep listening because I see more and more people all the time, which is great. Uh, keeps growing, which is, you know, kind of the whole point. Want to educate and enlighten more and more people, which is the whole whole plan behind this. Um, you don't have a crazy echo today, so that's a good thing. Um, not having to uh, record from a uh, bathroom. That's always a plus. Um, there's always a few pluses. So. Um, yeah, just keep, uh, just tell your friends, um, we keep trying to get more and more people rate and review. The review doesn't mean much of anything. Um, it's the rating, uh, the five stars. That's what's important. The, the review really doesn't matter. You can tell them, uh, they're forcing me to do this. I'm in a dark room. Somebody let me out. It doesn't matter. The review is not important. The rating is it gets us up the charts and more people see it and more people will join in and that's that's the big thing so please don't forget to do that and as always we've started the patreon so we'll see what happens with that um get some early access get some extra episodes and some questions we'll see how that goes uh we'll keep building and building so uh, i guess we'll get started The first thing that I noticed that kind of freaked me out, and I'll touch on this first because it's kind of fresh in my mind. Um, It is an election year. It is a very political season. So everyone kind of gets used. I get used to it. You, uh, especially if you travel, every state you're in has their little, uh, you know, has their local races and everything. There's ads. There's ads. There's ads everywhere. 
And most of them, you kind of go, yeah, whatever. You know, you just tune it out. It's commercials. Yeah, whatever. And considering I'm a big college football fan, which I've mentioned, uh, of course, over the weekend, of course, I was watching because there was a whole day of college football, which is, thank God it's back. Um, and so this ad keeps popping up. And uh, it's in Colorado. It's called Prop 113. And it's actually terrifying if you are a conservative in any way or you just like, you know, the Constitution, you know, our republic, that sort of thing. Uh, So basically what they're doing is they're putting it up for a vote in Colorado. And like I said, I don't know how many other states are doing this. And it's something that I'd like to get uh, an idea of how many places are voting on this. So basically they put a proposition up, which, um, you know, they are allowed to do. This one is really... Uh, different because it goes against uh, the Constitution, so that may be a problem. But basically, their whole proposition says, hey, whoever wins the popular vote is going to get Colorado's votes, no matter how the people in Colorado vote. That's terrifying. I mean, basically, it's essentially nullifying the Electoral College through a proposition vote. Um, I don't know how legal it is. I mean, that's a question I would have to ask somebody. Um, I mean, I consider myself fairly fairly knowledgeable about uh, Constitution and what you can and can't do. This one really is uh, kind of a gray area for me. I'm not really sure that you can just um, vote a proposition that says, hey, we're you know withdrawing from the uh, Electoral College. So that one's going to be different. That one's a little weird. And it's terrifying. It's just another way. It's just another way that these crazy left progressives are trying to find some way, some way, somehow that they can possibly defeat Donald Trump. I mean, that's the whole thing. Uh, And they've been on this kick for a long time. And the reason is, is because basically the bastions of insane lefties are in two major cities and two other bigger cities. And that pretty much comprises the whole thing. You have New York, LA, and then stepping down from that, you have Seattle and Portland. Well, they don't get to decide. That's the whole point. The whole point of an electoral college was not only that every state would have an equal say in who is president, but to then create a situation to where candidates would have to listen and try to work with every state in the union. The whole idea of the popular vote is, hey, I get New York and L.A. and maybe one other major city behind me. Who cares what everybody else wants? I'll just do what I want or I can just help them out. It's a terrible idea. Another terrible idea is letting 51% of the population decide what the other 49 are going to do. This is the whole reason for a representative republic. It's not a democracy. So, yeah, uh, it was very interesting, too. I got three requests, I think, this past week from charity, quote-unquote, charity organizations to do ads. Of course, they didn't offer any money, um, but wanted me to put it. And it's all voting things. So, of course, as usual, I'm not just blindly like, oh, boy, people want me to do ads. I'll just do them. Of course, I look them up. And, of course, they're crazy leftists. I didn't get far enough to find out who funds them. It would not surprise me who would fund them, honestly. (laughs) I mean, 
it would not surprise me uh, in the least to find out uh, who uh, puts these things together. But they sound great, like democracy works and crap like that. It's just, ugh. It's always interesting, too, because they always hide behind this veil of, oh, we're a nonprofit just trying to help people vote. We're just going to give people information. Yeah, I'm sure you are. I'm sure you are. It, uh, so, yeah, needless to say, you're listening to it. You don't hear the ads. Yeah, I, I back out on that. Um, I just It's really hard. If it was something that I read into and it seemed pretty good, I, would, I wouldn't have a problem plugging it. Not at all. If it was something to actually encourage people to vote for the right reasons, Hey, I would be behind it in a minute. So it's uh, it's kind of screwed up. But yeah, it gets back to this whole thing. Now, I don't know how many states are going to do this. This is something I'll look up and, and probably cover again on Thursday because that is terrifying. I mean, I know there's a lot of people that go vote who are voting on candidates and they may not always read what these propositions are. They say, oh, Prop 113, Prop whatever. And what's terrifying to me is is people could literally think it's maybe raising money or whatever for their local school or something like that. I mean, these things happen when you have an uninformed populace. And unfortunately, in the climate we have today, that's not hard to do. I mean, people are woefully misinformed about many issues that are very dire to all of us. So that's something that scares me because there's a lot of people that may go vote thinking it's something else or don't really care and they vote for it. And then all of a sudden, hey, um, Colorado just said they're not following the uh, electoral electoral college anymore. Oh, no big deal. (laughs) It's terrifying. It's terrifyingly easy. What's screwed up to me is I don't think it's legal. I don't think that just one state can opt out of it. I, I that's something I'll have to check into as well. But that's just some of the things going on and unless you're local who would know who would know about it i mean they're running an ad on tv saying vote no which is good thank goodness there's somebody out there with reason but um you know it's it's very terrifying because all it takes is uh you know a a congruence of leftists in a legislative body and you would be amazed at the things that they will try to get away with now yeah at the end of the day it may not be legal but then it's going to be up to a judge and if you have a lefty judge he'll side with it and then all of a sudden you're changing the constitution and now you see how you walk down this road to where you can manipulate a free society into something that's not even close to being free just as hitler he did it (sighs) which brings me to the biggest issue that I want to discuss today is something kind of oddly familiar. I, uh, I've mentioned uh, a billion times that I am a, um, a student of history. I like history. It's, it's very interesting to me. And I've always been very fascinated, as many people are, with the uh, 30s and 40s, the uh, Second World War. And many people are fascinated by it because it's, quite frankly, for anybody who didn't live through it, it's actually pretty mind-blowing. I mean, the amount of destruction, the amount of death, the amount of just equipment and people and everything that exploded to make this insane thing happen. And it changed the world in so many ways. 
And in a lot of ways, we're still dealing with a lot of the aftermath today, whether it be through the UN or, or different organizations or ideology. I mean, there's so much that we're still dealing with now, almost 100 years later. And that's another thing. People think that all, all of it happened just, you know, in the early 40s and that was it. And it, it really started in the mid-20s, which... Strangely enough, we're about to be in the, you know, we're heading into the 2020s. Huh. Exactly, almost exactly 100 years later. And these ideologies haven't changed. And that's what's really terrifying. Because the old saying has been for years, if you don't learn from history, you're doomed to repeat it. And so many of these ideas that most people that have any idea of the ideologies and everything that went into creating something as terrifying and as destructive as the Third Reich are just, you know, we thought it was all on the ash, as they say, on the ash heap of history. These ideas were dead. Nobody wanted to sign on for this. Hell, the progressives and leftists spent the next 20 to 30 years trying to distance themselves from anything to do with it. Although, hate to tell them, Hitler was the biggest progressive there's ever been. It's all encompassed in the progressive ideology. Things like eugenics and Planned Parenthood sprung up because of it. And of course they run from it. But the problem is, it hasn't changed. So they waited 100 years. And the same theories, and, and this is what brought me around to it, is the fact that I had a couple days off. I'm always trying to find something interesting to dive into. And so I got into a, a thing about the Hitler youth and how in the world did this happen and how did these things, it was a mixture of the Hitler youth and the SS and how these people got indoctrinated. And the first thing that people need to know is I know it sounds like at the end of World War II, we tied the whole thing up in a bow and all the people that were bad, we put them in jail, we hung them, everything got taken care of then, which is the narrative that the left really wants to push on the world and has since that time. They wanted to distance themselves from anything to do with them and on top of that, make sure everybody thought that the whole thing was dead buried and there's nothing to see here and the truth is the majority of the people that survived the war that wore an ss uniform or were involved for the most part and i hate to say this because it's very sad it's a very sad thing to say for the most part they went on the rest of their lives now, yes, did the country of Germany suffer for the next several decades? Of course it did. Is it still recovering today? Yeah. I mean, there's still scars that are, are going to continue probably for another 50 years or more. But a lot of those people didn't go away. And so what was interesting was there was a whole lot of interviews with uh, quite a few of these people and several um realized and said hey listen this is what happened this was the ideology and it was really interesting because the theme that i heard over and over and over that brainwashed an entire country into blindly following not only 
a man with a twisted ideology, but the hatred of an entire portion of the population and no qualms whatsoever about murdering these people. And people constantly say, nothing like that can happen today. Well, I hate to tell you, it is. Have you heard of critical race theory? Have you heard of 1619? Have you heard of BLM? Have you heard of Antifa? I mean, people look at it now like, wow, this is, this is crazy. Where did these ideas come from? Well, I can tell you where they came from. They came from the same twisted, sick minds of people like Himmler, who wrote race theories in the 20s and before that birthed the Nazi party. These ideas aren't new. The whole idea is you find a people that are downtrodden. Problem is in the U.S., it's really hard. I mean, I'll give them credit. You have to work really damn hard. I mean, there's been really funny things, you know, and we laugh about it. You know, this is the only country, one of the few countries on earth. I won't say the only, but one of the very few countries on earth that if you are overweight, you're frowned upon. Hell, there's a vast majority of the countries around the world that if you're overweight, you're real popular because that means you have money and that means you eat well. It means your family is well well off because you're eating well. <laughs> Go figure. Funniest thing I ever heard was actually uh, a line. Uh, it was actually Dinesh D'Souza, who I, I, you know, I love the guy. He's great. His work's great. Um, but he was talking about a friend of his that's been trying to come to America from India for like 15, 20 years or something. And. And, of course, things in India, once they got away from socialism, have risen. They've got a good-sized middle class now. Things are on the way up. Uh, they've embraced capitalism, which, surprise, surprise, uh, makes the country better. Anyway, he asked him, he said, well, after all this time, uh, why do you still, you know, why is it still a big deal to come to America? You know, he has a decent life in India. And he goes, I just want to live in a country where even the poor people are fat. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's kind of a funny line, but at the same time, it should bring home that that truth that even the poor people in America, yeah, we can still be overweight. So we're still fed well. <laughs> so it is really, really hard to find an oppressed group, a truly oppressed group. Now, have there been groups historically that were oppressed in America? Yeah, there's been a few, more than a few. Uh, no one ever said it was perfect from the inception. It says to create a more perfect union. And I believe that we have gotten as close as anywhere on this earthly rock. Now, I will say I do not know what other worlds are out there. I have no clue. I wish I did. Uh, was, those things fascinate me. But as long as it's on this earth rock that we're on. We do it better than anybody. So it does take more. You see, in the late mid-20s in Germany, of course, the Great Depression uh, had started to have real effect. And World War I was the biggest catalyst because they signed the Versailles Treaty, which basically bankrupted 
Germany and wood for decades to come. And so superinflation happens. They, the people, I mean, you couldn't make enough money to survive because inflation was so high. And that's something everybody worries about now with uh, things like these over and over with the huge stimuluses and the, the huge uh, benefits for unemployment uh, creates inflation because, you know, everything's kind of in a lot of ways based on where the median income is. And, you know, it's it's a whole economics lecture that I could go into. But anyway, it's what people worry about because then it's kind of like the idea of you give everybody 15 bucks an hour. Well, then the everything costs more to pay for that 15 bucks an hour. So the 15 bucks doesn't mean anything. Uh, a lot of people don't follow that logic, but it's the way the world works. Uh, companies don't decide tomorrow that, hey, I'm just going to make less money this year. Eh, no big deal. I'm just going to start making less money and not being able to pay all the bills because we're going to pay these people more. Um, it doesn't work that way. So hyperinflation and then the actual really catalyst for being able to force it through was the uh, Great Depression. But Hitler was already rising because so many people were miserable. And what they did, they took these theories, and these are crackpot theories, the same as the theories we're dealing with now. Only now, they kind of make it sound, you know, there's a lot of ways you get books like White Fragility, whatever the hell, that toilet paper roll, uh, why people buy it, I have no idea. Maybe people just were short on toilet paper, because that's what it's good for. What people need to start doing is calling it out. You know, call somebody, you know, Himmler or, or you know, uh, many others that were the architects of uh, these terrible theories through the, you know, early 20th century that created hell on earth. Maybe people should start making the true comparison, because if you truly read these things, Yes, they're talking about, well, white people are bad. White males are bad. White straight males are bad. And But you always notice that if you read a little further and they start writing these things, and a lot of people like myself make fun of them and go, well, that's just racist, you know, and not just towards white people. Actually, you're being very racist to all the ethnic groups you claim to be defending by saying, well, they're just not good enough to show up on time. They're just not capable of functioning in a normal society. You can't get them to stop stealing. I mean, they can't work. They got to do drugs. They're going to kill each other. I mean, you just can't be bothered with any of that. That's just who they are. Not only is it severely, severely bigoted garbage. But at the end of the day, if you read further on, it's really just targeting conservatives. And that is the true ideology. Now, do I think that progressives are right now uh, building an Auschwitz for conservatives? No, not yet. But is it the road they're headed down? Absolutely. Absolutely. It is the same blueprint that the Reich used a hundred years ago, the same damn formula. You start the lies and you tell the lies big enough, long enough that people start believing it. You come up with crazy theories and, and at any other normal time in this country, anybody came out with a theory like this, they would have been ostracized. The no, Nobody would even listen to it. No one would. 
And that was the same that happened in Germany. I mean, if you would have taken it 10, 15, 20 years earlier, people would have said, get the hell out of here. What the hell are you talking about? This stuff is stupid. It makes no sense. This is garbage. You have to find the right time and the right moment and you plant the seeds. And from there, true hatred grows. And we're already seeing it. Oh, you mean people in all black running through the streets, beating people up? <laughs> Wait a second. I didn't think that happened before. Yeah, yeah, about 100 years ago. It was close to 100 years. I, I could swear it happened. Yeah, it's a little place called Italy where these fascists were all black and went through the street beating up people that they didn't agree with. Huh, well, that seems weird. Then a few years later, some people did the same thing. They just had different outfits. They just put on brown instead of black and they would go and shout people down and go to university universities huh all this sounds real well damn that sounds really familiar doesn't it and how did they base their ideology well they came up with new theories oh they re redefined the history you mean like the 1619 project huh and then they came up with crazy theories about race and about how different races were, some were superior and some were inferior and, and some thought did, wow. What bothers me about all this is the fact that people aren't absolutely livid and no, and for the vast majority, people don't see it. Now, there were many people that went along with it in Germany. Why? Well, because they used the same formula then. I mean, it's just a blueprint. All anybody has to do is read a book. Hell, you don't even have to read a book. Watch some documentaries. I'm not the greatest at reading. I will not lie. I'm not the greatest at reading. Very much uh, my medium is to listen, to watch, especially to listen. I mean, maybe it's the musician in me, but auditory learning is perfect for me. I can absorb a lot through just listening. I don't even have to watch it. I can listen to a documentary and absorb a lot. That's all you have to do. And it's like the sickest, most crazy deja vu you've ever seen. If you listen to these people, listen to these interviews where they talk about these race theories and this organizing and how they gain so much popularity by just giving people stuff. Huh? Huh? Like free health care and the Green New Deal. Yeah, we're just going to give everybody jobs. Oh, where's the money going to come from? It's okay. We're going to print it. Well, that's exactly what Hitler did. He came up with all these great works projects. See, that's why Hitler was a huge fan of FDR. The last crazy progressive who wanted to do, I don't know, insane things like pack the court and, and create these huge social programs and go down the uh, fascist progressive way. You know, that guy. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Strange how far we've come, but yet we don't learn. But why don't we learn? Why can't people see the seeds of this sick ideology? And maybe it's because people don't take time to connect at all. People were busy. People were trying to just get through. People 
are scared of the pandemic. People, I mean, there's so many things. And I'll get to another thing on that here in just a little bit. The pandemic, I mean, huh. <sighs> but it's so terrifying to listen to these interviews where they're talking about, yeah, I mean, yeah, they got us a job and they made us feel important. And, you know, we were just on the street and all of a sudden they, they gave us a place to live and, and somewhere to work and, and told us that this group of people hated us and were destroying everything. So we believed it. And so no, it didn't bother us to go kill people. And there's so many people today that are like, oh, that'll never happen. It's happening. It's happening right freaking now. It's happening. How many times in my, I mean, I've not lived that long, but there has been no time in my life that I really thought that people would just, I mean, people would say things like, Hey, you know, it's dangerous to be a cop. You never know what's going on. I have never seen them targeted in executions openly while people cheered and laughed. That's almost, I mean, the sickening sickness that it takes in someone's brain to, I don't give a shit who it is unless it's some very sick serial killer that just got done frying his victim and he walks out and somebody shoots him and people are like, well, that's good. I don't even expect laughter then. I expect people to be like, you know what? Fine. Yeah, he deserved it. Okay, we're going to go on. I could see that. I can see that. Someone like a Bin Laden or, or something like that, you know, who was an evil individual that is taken out and people cheer for it because it's not so much about cheering for his death, but it's the cheering for it's over. You know, in some way we've settled the score. Maybe that's not the greatest emotion, but it's true and it's a real one. And I can feel that. I can understand those things. I cannot, absolutely cannot understand how you could possibly. Huh. That's weird. That's weird. You know, people are cheering and laughing about innocent people getting shot because they've been told that they're bad. Hmm. That seems familiar again. Oh, wait. That's just what I heard the uh, SS officer talk about. Uh, he was convinced that these people were against him. So, I mean, they were subhuman. What did it matter if he killed them? <laughs> he was probably just doing them a favor. You know, I mean, their life's so terrible. They're so evil. Probably just helping him out, you know, just fighting for his cause. How can we, how can we allow this to go any further? How can we let it affect our children? Because the next step is the children. Hitler knew this and he formed it well. Strangely enough, those seeds are planted as well. You see the BLM indoctrination in the schools, the climate insanity infected into the children and the kids. I mean, tiny kids are told that at 10 or 12 years, it's all over. And it's absolute garbage. Well, why would you do that? Because you need to enact this Green New Deal. What was the original New Deal? Socialism. What's the Green New Deal? Socialism. It's. It's sad, but have we not learned? How could we not see this? How can no one see this? And we have people on TV just the same as Germany in the thirties and late twenties, people in, in high places, people in business who absolutely 
had to know that they were paying with not only their livelihood, but their life followed blindly into destruction. You tell a lie long enough and loud enough, and people will start to believe it. We knew this. We have known this ideology is destructive and evil. We have known it since the day that they uncovered the first concentration camps. And hell, we should have known it before then. We probably would have, except for there was another fascist in the White House at that point that was covering it up. Don't take my word for it. You can go read about it. Turning around refugee ships of Jews that were trying to get to America. He sent them back to their death and he did everything he possibly could to cover up the fact of the death camps until there was no way to deny it any longer. So because they were akin. I mean Roosevelt, Mussolini, Hitler, they were all cut from the same cloth. This sick ideology of a ruling class that was going to engineer society. You know, it goes back to the whole idea of the Fabian socialist, you know, that, uh, I mean, their symbol is the earth and they're pounding it with a hammer. They're heating it up like a blacksmith. And it's, you know, talk about pound it till it, you know, shape it closer to your heart. Um, and it goes against, everything that America is supposed to have ever stood for. The whole idea that men are free, are born free, men as in mankind, are born free. And the only way to true happiness is through liberty and freedom. They have the ideology that true happiness only comes through conformity and social engineering and through them enriching themselves and creating an entire group or an entire country of equally miserable and equally enslaved. This has happened. It's not new. It's just new to the U.S. It's just new to here because never before in history did anyone have the guts to stand up not in recent history. Let me take that back. Apparently, there was the Democratic Party who was always very fond of the insanity of discrimination and hatred, control and power. But we had a balance. We had checks and balances. They thought they had made it. They thought they had reached the pinnacle and that it was going to just be on to Hillary and then on to their next one. And by the time it was over, U.S. would be autocratic, socialist, their utopia. And they would be in power forever. Except they forgot that we still had the vote. And Donald Trump threw a hand grenade into it. Whether he knew it or not, and I don't believe he did. I don't believe until he finally got in and saw what the hell was going on all over the place did he realize the size and scope of the mess he just stepped into and the train that he just derailed, which is the greatest thing that's 
happened in my lifetime, honestly. You know, it's one thing to say, well, you know, I don't like politics. I mean, I've always enjoyed it. I've always enjoyed the, the, I don't want to say the mental, it's the arguments, the, you know, the back and forth, the ideological kind of battle, if you will. I've always found it interesting. I always find it uh, very intriguing and I'm very passionate about this country. I love it. I think it's the most amazing place in the world. But even if that's you and you say, well, I'm not really that political. We've gone past that now. We've gotten so far past it. They're literally selling a new form of Nazism. And people are following blindly just as they did almost a hundred years ago. Following blindly. Because, you see, people never go down this road with hatred to begin with. Ever. It's always followed by the do-gooders. The for better, you know... It's better for society. Betterment of everyone. They, oh, we're just trying to help. We just want to make things better. Oh, we just want to, you know, get this extra for our people. That's where this leads. And how do you know? How do I know in my gut and in my heart and everything of my being that this is where they're going? Because this is exactly what they're accusing Donald Trump of being. Therefore, I know from the past evidence that we've laid out over and over and over, they say the, they accuse everyone else of being exactly who they are. They accuse everybody else of doing exactly what they're doing. So therefore, I already know. So where would these ideologies and these plans come from? I mean, most people, most of these people, and I'm sorry to tell you, but a lot of these people you see that are on TV and, and talking about these things, I'm sorry, they're not smart enough to think this up. Even if they already had the blueprint, these people haven't read far enough back in history, even studied history enough to even <laughs> begin to come up with this crap. So where would you find some people that would know about this, would have seen it firsthand, would be rich enough and powerful enough to be able to start selling this sick ideology. Well, the biggest one I can think of would be Soros. The little Nazi himself. But he's not alone. Like I said, there's many of these SS officers that have lived out their life. I mean, some of them are still alive in their 90s. Some of them are still hardcore. They still do speeches for their hardcore supporters around the world. You probably didn't know that. Huh. Neither did I. I mean, we're always taught that all the bad guys, they're all dead. None of the, there's nothing to see here. No one would ever think of trying to create anything like this ever again. I mean, these ideas are just dead and buried and nobody believes that. Hmm. 
Then what is critical race theory, by the way? What are gender theories? Feminist theory? What? It's really weird. What are all these crazy, bigoted, hateful theories about them? Well, they sound very familiar. And they should. You see, many of these theories that the Nazis used, most of them, obviously, were just made up crap. Some of them took some scientific data points and then twisted it and manipulated it into what? Well, that's what they do now. Hold on. Wait a second. Yeah, some things are different. Yeah, these people aren't coming out and saying they just hate Jews, although they do. I mean, they sign up with care and they ally with crazy, radical Islamists, communists, which, by the way, Hitler wouldn't have done. He hated uh, communism only because the communists were all about the world and he was about Germany. So that's where they differed in ideology. Other than that, I mean, Hitler was a socialist. End of the day, Marxism, Leninism, I mean, he was uh, he was on board for the state to own everything and run everything and to run everybody's life and engineer everything. He was completely fine with socialism. He just didn't want to answer to anybody else. He wanted everybody to answer to him. That was his only qualm. That was his only problem with it. And he knew as long as the communists answered to Russia, well, they had to go because, I mean, they they answered to Hitler. He would have been absolutely fine with it. That was the only problem he had. A simple power grab. Ideology he did not have an issue with whatsoever. It's very f- insane. And I know it sounds crazy for somebody to say, hey, these people were just a new Nazi party and people go, man, you're a nut. You're absolutely crazy. Conspiracy theorist. You've, you've gone off the rails next, you know, you're going <laughs> to, Oh, next you're going to be on with Alex Jones going, I, it has been confirmed, you know, it's, you know, and he does have some crazy shit. You got to love the guy. Um, he's been around a long time and, uh, you know, there is some truth in what he says and, you know, he goes a little out there sometimes. Last time I saw him, he had llamas. Don't know what that's about. Need to find out. But it's right in front of us. It's right there. And that's what scares the hell out of me. So Hitler's theory, you know, said that the Bolshevik Jews stole everything, ruined everything, destroyed everything. So you should hurt these people. Now it's just... Straight white conservatives destroy everything. They've, they've enslaved everybody. They, they hurt everybody. These are the theories. They're the same damn theory. All they did, they copied the Nazis, which the Nazis cop, copied the Democratic Party to start with. We already went over that. They literally erased, you know, black or Negro, whatever word they used. I'm sure it was a terrible word. They erased that from the Jim Crow laws and said, Hey, we'll just add in Jew. Hey, we already got our laws to discriminate against Jews. Now the Democrats are like, you know, those laws we had back then, you know, that stuff that really, you know, discriminated and hurt and killed a lot of people. <laughs> Let's just make them into theories. Yeah, just erase the name. 
the Nazis did it. We can do it. We'll just erase the name and say, hey, no, it's just it's just straight white conservatives. Hey, anybody that's conservative, it's fine. Why do you think that these monsters, because if they're following this ideology, there is no longer a civil disagreement any longer. And I can see them following this path. So there's no longer the civil disagreement like, oh, we're going to disagree over, you know, tax rates or we're going to disagree on what pronoun we should use. I mean, that stuff's gone. That's done. That's dead. It's in a barrel burning at a bum's barbecue at Chaz. Okay. That's where that's at. We're way past that now. We're talking about coups. We're talking about a Nazi ideology that's being reborn. And it's, you know, of course, they're not going to call themselves the Nazis. But how about the Democratic Socialists of America? We know a few of those. Rashida Tlaib, Ilan Omar, AOC, Ayanna Presley, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren. Oh, wait a second. That's a whole bunch of them. Huh. And they all subscribe to, oh, they're all big supporters of Antifa, BLM. Huh, that's weird. And they also subscribe to all these crazy race theories. Hmm. Are they the Dotsies? Maybe they are. Sounds about right. Huh. So who would be their leader? Well, I guess it wouldn't be Bernie. I mean, I'm sure he would like to. And uh, of course, I'm sure Soros would love to be. But I mean, he's 90 and ready to kick off any day. And it couldn't come soon enough for the... The nice guy, I mean, he's just done so many wonderful things around the world. I mean, just death couldn't come soon enough, you know? I mean, but, and it's good because he's in his 90s and we know, hey, it's a law of averages and none too soon. But who would be the leader? Huh. Somebody like, oh, maybe an Obama, maybe Michelle, maybe both. It's hard to see who the man is behind the curtain. We know the money flows like water from people like Bezos and yeah, I won't say Musk. Elon Musk is kind of he's kind of upsetting the apple cart a little bit. They come from people like people that run Google, Facebook. You wonder why they're all in. If you looked at your Google lately, a lot of people don't even pay attention to it. And usually I don't either. And then yesterday it was really crazy. It said, hey, learn about race theories. <laughs> well, that's weird. Thought we were past that in the uh, 30s and 40s when we started uh, gassing people and burning them in ovens because we thought they were bad. I thought that was done. I thought we learned didn't we learn something weird? Now Google's telling me I should learn about new race theories that follow the same ideology. Well, that seems fucking stupid, but it's there. And the one, the biggest speed bump that's in their way right now, unfortunately, is Donald Trump. And it's not just him. All of us terrible, dirty, nasty, conservative Republican voters, mostly just the American people. I mean, we're just so dumb and stupid and we just want freedom. And can't we just see that what we need to do 
is just get our Hitler salute in line, build some gas chambers, and we can save the world. You know, because it is confusing. You see people that are just almost like mindless drones. And this has happened around the world with, and I've I've been talking about these revolutions that have been set off around the world, you know, and I, I just, I keep coming back to that whole thing. And it's very obvious now, like people will say, Hey, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe the cops shouldn't do that. Or, you know, maybe, maybe we could change this. You know, the whole idea of being a conservative is you look at the whole picture and you say, Hey, you know, we need to conserve this. This is a good idea. This is a good idea. This is a good idea. The rest of us, we can talk about, you know, let's fix it. Let's make things more fair. That's, that's what the whole conservative ideology is. We want to conserve the best parts and fix the rest. Hence the forming of a more perfect union to work, to make it more perfect. Say, Hey, listen, you know, yeah, maybe, maybe we can look at this. Maybe we can change that. Hey, we can throw that out. That's not working. Let's do something better. Let's do something different. But these core tenets and principles we're going to stick to. These are the hills we're going to die on. Freedom being the number one. Freedom and liberty are the two pillars that we will work from. And we'll work from there to try to make things better for everyone, regardless. The whole idea of a meritocracy, you know, the content of your character, not the color of your skin. And and it's so weird that a mere 50 years after these these great leaps in in uh, civil rights that we're turning back the clock and saying, well, nothing's changed. Well, yeah, it has. And, and we can talk about the fact that there's very many reasons why things are the way they are, but no one wants to listen to it on the other side. And why is that? And you wonder, you're like, well, that's, that's odd. You know, why are they talking about this? It doesn't make sense. Uh, you know, you wonder, and then, the pieces like a sick twisted jigsaw puzzle like watching a, a a saw movie the pieces start to click into place and you realize well we're not where we're not talking about the same thing we're not we're not arguing over the same things because you're arguing and we're trying to figure out what the hell you're arguing over And then it all starts coming together. You look at the people behind it. You look at the ideologies they grew up around and what they participated in in some cases. And you see this puzzle start getting put together and you start seeing these things that nobody understands. People are like, how can they come up with this? You know, most people don't know what critical race theory or critical feminist theory or intersectionality, what any of these things really are. And most people say, man, it's just college stuff. You know, they're, 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 they're liberal. And, you know, this has nothing to do with liberals whatsoever. You know, a classic liberal would be like, well, we need to listen to both sides and the best ideas win. And, and, you know, we can compromise and work here and there. 
and we just want people to be able to have free speech that was that was where it started but that's not what it is and people have to start waking up people have to start waking up because this is what's going on you have to look unfortunately at some of the darkest darkest people in history and you have to read the darkest things you've ever heard of and you have to understand how they got from where they were to where they ended up and you have to apply it to what's going on now because the same thing i mean history always repeats itself you know i mean we always joke about it right you know when it comes to music or fashion or even you know entertainment you know everything goes in cycles you know it's very it's very it's quite amusing sometimes very much so you know think about you know because i'm actually a pretty big fan of old radio i have been since i was a kid i, I was just found it fascinating uh goes back to the fact that i'm a very auditory person i love music music makes me feel more than anything i mean it's not really about um it's not really about uh oh it's a catchy tune or whatever it's really like an emotional thing for me and it was so cool to me because my imagination just went wild when i could listen to something more than just having it spoon fed through uh pictures so it's it's a you know it's it's kind of a preference thing so i got hooked on that and it's kind of weird you know everybody used to listen to everything everybody used to listen to everything now we're back to a lot of people listen to podcasts like this so it's kind of a you know it's a new medium but it's the same idea everything gets recycled at some point and uh which is a neat part of a neat part of human history but the problem is we are supposed to take the bests from the past to recycle and we're supposed to throw out the worst that's part of learning that's part of the evolution of us as we go hey listen these ideas were horrible they did horrible things they killed a lot of people so we leave that in the garbage dump and we take the best parts of what happened and we're going to move forward and better society the problem is it's not happening the problem is from time to time these horrible ideas rear their head again and it would be bad enough like i say it would be bad enough if a lot of these radical ideas were just um communism socialism that kind of thing that's bad enough and that's horrific enough and we need to put that down but when you start adding these very very sick theories and ideologies that make people so mindless that they cannot see what they're doing i mean the sick part is you have all these people out on the street most of them have no idea like i said they've never they're not even close to understanding what they're doing i mean they're screaming with a baseball bat beating somebody calling them a fascist and people go what the hell are they doing makes no sense it makes perfect sense if you look in the mirror and go hey what is fueling this what ideology is fueling this unfortunately you have to go back almost 100 years but it's a blueprint. Hitler laid it out in Mein Kampf. He laid out a blueprint. And how do we get here? How the hell did we get here? 
<sighs> it's it's really disturbing. And it is very sick and twisted, and it's something we have to combat. And it's not just about combating it on the street because that will never change. That's exactly what they want because they can use that the same as Hitler did. Use it. And then, of course, you have the false flags, which we have. Isn't that weird? Again, you know, he said, oh, the Bolshevik Jews blew up the uh, Reichstag. Now we have a war. Now we got to punish all of them. We can't have any of this. Well, it's the same thing. I mean, how many fake, you know, how many Jesse Smollett's do we need? How many Bubba Wallace's do we need? Oh, they hung a noose in my garage. Well, it's the pull for the garage door. No, it's not. Um, yeah, it is. Um, and people get all on board and everything. And there's people fueling it because they think they can gain power. You know, every time one of these crazy ideologies get reborn and put out there, you have people who get along go along to get along because they think in the end if they keep their head ducked down nobody will swing anything at their head it's absolutely the stupidest thing you could ever do you have to call it out and expose it now call it out and expose it now before we have people goose stepping with swastikas on their chest just saying it's coming. It may be in the form of a black fist. It may be in the form of a lightning bolt, which apparently Antifa likes to use now. How <laughs> odd. They're not fascists. They just like that Hitler youth symbol a lot. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, it's something we have to combat, combat ideology. We have to combat it in the fact that we stand up and we say what is true, what we know to be true, and we are not listening to bigotry. We're not listening to hatred, and we have to put it down. And that means getting people out of power that have this ideology, rebuking and discrediting the people who are pushing it. And it's it's a huge task. I'm not saying it's not. It's It's got a lot of roots, and we have to root it out. So much, so much. Again, it is where we are. Is it 1920? No, it's 2020. Well, that's weird. They seem so similar. Huh. Of course, I'll be going into more of this as we build up to this election, which things are tightening. Things are tightening. I, I think Trump will win. And if it's fair. If nobody does anything crazy, is it going to be a battle? Yes. Are these people going to take to the streets? Of course. That's what happened. How do you think? Uh, how do you think Adolf got to power? Hmm. Yeah. It's called a coup. Trust me, it is frightening. I mean, we've already seen the ballot issues around the country. People finding, you know hundreds of ballots in the ditch. Well, we don't know what happened. It's just a mistake. I, mean, I don't know how that happened. Yeah, I'm sure you don't. I'm sure no one has an idea how that happened. Uh, these are the things we're going to have to deal with. And the insanity, like I said, here, I, I saw this other day, the, the Prop 113 in Colorado. I mean, just abolish the, you know, just abolish the electoral college. Who needs that thing? <laughs> Old ideas. I mean, we need our new, uh, our new fascist socialist policies. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. All right. The last thing I want to talk about 
real quick, like I said, I'll be digging more and more into this, uh, into all these things uh, leading up to the election because they are really important and it's scary. It's terrifying to think that we've gotten this far and uh, and people are still in these crazy thought processes. I don't know how we get here. Anyway, there is good news. Good news. Uh, Trump did announce that Amy Coney Barrett uh, is his nominee for the Supreme Court. And that is huge, not only because if this does go down to a legal battle, which a lot of people think it will, I hope not. I hope not. I hope it's so definitive. And I, I, I have faith in the American people. I do. I have faith that we are not this far gone, that most people are decent and and normal and they want peace and freedom and liberty and we'll get out of get out of this dark hour we're in right now so i hope that's where we go but if it does then we're going to need a full court and uh some of it you know roberts he's a wild card at any point at best days you know he was uh, appointed by w uh it's never truly been that conservative um and he's more on the liberal side of the court but you know on some of these things uh let's hope uh but amy barrett uh seems to be an originalist which is exactly what we want uh she's very big into precedent so i guess all this craziness that somehow she's going to overturn roe v wade uh probably not uh she sees that there's a legal precedent for it she's not big on changing precedent um she is very big on following the letter of what the constitution states so the whole idea of killing the second amendment probably not going to happen they're uh, lefties not going to happen so i i think she's probably the best choice i mean i honestly do i see nowhere i mean she seems to be an, an impeccable person uh she from what i can tell she's excellent when it comes to her rulings um, they're going to try to attack her for her religion, which is, oh, by the way, against the Constitution. So that seems a little weird. Uh, yeah, it says you can't use any religious test uh, for any government appointment or judgeship or anything. And uh, so these people are like, well, no, she's really religious. She can't be on the court. <laughs> All right. Um, you might want to read the little document there. Um, I'm sure there's copies everywhere, you know, here in Washington. Just, just gaze over. I mean, just you know skim uh yeah it's insane uh the one good thing is i don't think they're going to quite go as nuclear as they did with kavanaugh i mean i'm pretty sure they're not going to uh paint her as a serial rapist uh any of that stupidity that came out and literally uh ruined several of the careers of the uh the senators that tried to pull that one it literally ended their career and should because you you know it's absolutely uh absolutely despicable and honestly it follows the same ideology i was talking about earlier which apparently is where we're headed and we have to stop that i mean put a boot on it right now i'm telling you there can be no room for this and i'm glad to see a trump nominated her um they have the votes they say they have the votes they say they can get it done we need to get it done need to get it done it will benefit not only trump but every republican senator senator because that's what most of the conservative and and people center right center to center right that's what people want man we want it back to you know we need some 
brain put back into some sense back into this because we have gone so far off the deep end and you know we just can't be there we won't survive absolutely will not survive so that was great glad to see that commend him for that now let's get her confirmed that's a huge deal need that done period need it done tomorrow i mean they actually could i mean she's already been vetted because she was uh, on the seventh circuit of appeal she's already went through the vetting process uh the hearings and all that and it was only like three years ago nothing much has changed obviously she's just getting a promotion so they're in in theory they can literally say hey you guys have already questioned her here's all the questions uh you know here's a ruling since then read them um and let's go let's vote because thanks to uh harry reed <laughs> they can't filibuster yeah kind of bites you in the ass when you start screwing with the system huh harry yeah just a little now you're screwed yeah of course they never thought trump was gonna win so i guess they thought that would never come back to bite him in the ass you know so many things come back to bite them in the ass and it's just funny because that's what happens when you only have <laughs> i think yeah i did i named an episode uh, $10 answers to million dollar problems. Uh, that's what happens. For some reason, if you think only short sighted, boomerangs back and kicks your ass. Huh. If we could all learn that, we would be much better off. So, huh. so many things, so many things are going on right now. It's, it's only going to get worse, unfortunately. And I hate that. It's scary. Uh, I'm hoping to be, I mean, I'm going home to vote, obviously. I was going to vote absentee, but now eh, absentee ballots disappearing, that kind of thing. Yeah, I want to make sure I, in person, am going to vote. I've got to make sure my vote counts for all the reasons stated now. That is something I have to make sure of. And it's kind of scary, you know, uh, when you're out on the road here, you, you know, hey, I was here just the other night i'm not that far from denver and uh you know after the brianna taylor thing the other night you know they had riots in denver and i'm like man you know scary i mean i won't say that i'm unprotected while on the road but that's not something you really want to end up in and there's so much that we have to clean out so much that's been put in place that has to get rooted out and most of it starts local. Yes, we do need Trump back in the White House. We need a Republican majority in the House and Senate right now because there's just there's no way to negotiate, apparently. And you can't negotiate with Nazis. You just can't. And that's apparently the ideology that a lot of these people are following, apparently. So oh, it seems, it seems kind of dark, but I, I do have hope. I have hope in American and American people. I do. I really, truly have hope and faith that many will stand up and do the right thing we always have we need to continue we got to continue this fight and and stamp out these sick ideologies because they absolutely are the most corrosive thing that we know and we've seen the effects of ah <sighs> well i guess that's all i have uh, actually just kind of running out of time we're <laughs> running a little long hey that's fine that's fine last we got a short one this week have a longer one that'll be fine so anyway um as always you can find this tell anybody tell all your friends tell whoever uh that you think would enjoy it or maybe they won't hey maybe it'll just change their mind who knows having a normal guy not some guy that's paid millions of dollars to say these things 
maybe it'll help. Maybe it starts convincing people. Maybe putting the pieces together from just a normal guy will make sense to more people. I don't know. I can only hope. But uh, it can be found. We It can be found anywhere that there are podcasts. And if there's somewhere that has podcasts and doesn't have this one, let me know. I will fix it. We can fix it. Uh, anyone who wants to join on Patreon, there's several tiers. You get early access to episodes, special episodes, and even the Ask Me Anythings, which I'll be answering on the episodes. <sighs> All that fun stuff. And please rate and review the rating is what means everything so that's what gets us up the charts and gets more people to see us and any anytime you can send me a message through facebook or email they're all up here you can find it uh send me a message let me know what you think or any ideas anything just let me know always like to hear from people and until thursday just remember it's no agenda just america